Hey, hey, on this episode of Stamp and Chance, we are going to look at Raw also, guys. Survivor Series this Saturday looks like a good show. We're going to get into that, make our picks and our predictions. I guess picks and predictions are the same thing. But hey, either way, you guys know what we're up to. So strap in, guys and gals, and thank you for letting us into your ears. Hey, hey, everybody, welcome back to another action-packed episode of Samp and Chance. I'm your host, Samson. That's my man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how are you, buddy? Doing good. How about yourself? Can't complain, man. Happy Tuesday. Um, an exciting week for, for our show, for us. So, yeah, man, um, we'll, we'll spill the beans on it a little bit later, I guess. But other than that, my friend, how was Monday night all for you? was half decent yeah it was good a couple surprises good raw before survivor series no smackdown matches announced yet i'm sure we'll find that out on friday but it's looking like a good survivor series they're building building some really good hype for it i thought it was a pretty decent raw what about yourself yeah i know i mean for a go home show it, it did really really well in my opinion um they gave perfect time for a lot of these matches to build and per percolate and you know just kind of age with goodness man so i mean i'm excited for the saturday show i'm excited for what we're yeah. about to get i was disappointed with the ending to be honest i i you know i i get it but this is the problem with technology brother man nothing can be a secret anymore you know what i mean uh but let's get into it man monday night raw opens up with drew mcintyre already in the ring explaining himself full heel turn i think is done i i, I just can't, i don't know it's here yeah. Him, this is who he is. Uh, he states that you know, basically, that I am still the same person I always was. You know, nothing's changed that way. But this this hatred for Jay Uso, man, it's gonna cost. Well, that's the thing. You know, he's a heel. When you're blaming other people, making excuses, you're the heel. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, but it's hard to argue with his side because you look at Jay Uso and you think about it. For the last two years, he's caused a lot of problems. Yeah, and, for him. you know, and and Drew's not wrong in saying that. Hey, look, you know what? Because of you, I lost the title, which he had won. It's true, yeah, which he had won, right? But lest us forget, it wasn't Jay Uso who cost him the title. Who was it, Jimmy? No, it wasn't even Jimmy. They weren't even there. It was so what's the he talking about then? Solo Sakai. Solo came out that match. So why is he blaming Jay? He's blaming the bloodline, I guess. He's he means. blaming the bloodline, and the only person that he can reach is Jay, right? But if you think, if you go back, now correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Michaels. I haven't watched the show back, but I do recall that it was Solo who came out and attacked him. It was. Yeah, you're right. Right? So it has nothing to do with Jay costing him it. But I guess, you know, being a part of the bloodline, being a part of that faction, yeah, you know, Jay has done his share of, of costing people that title to be fair i mean roman's really has i mean maybe a handful of clean wins since he's gone heel other than that every victory has been at the cost of someone yeah that's true right so here we go man so he comes out he explains himself and uh it, basically we we are now at a point where all the guys are out in the ring and everything is everything and Adam Pierce, man, he's showing some character. You got to be happy with Finally. him. Finally. Holy cow. 
Do you like what he's doing now? Do you like the edge? Better than what anything. He can only go one way, and that's up. Well, is he going up? In your opinion, he's going up. Yes, he's going up. He's he did all he did good yesterday, right? And he's been good for a while. Like last three weeks, ever since he's just being committed to Raw, you can see that he's allowing that character to develop now, which is kind of cool. Um, be kind of cool to see him and Nick Aldis have a match. I don't know if either one can go. I'm sure Aldis can. I, don't I think they can punch and kick and smash a couple chairs around, goof around a bit. But two former NWA champions, man. I mean, yeah, they can still go. They can still go. I'd just be kind of curious to see that what kind of direction they're going to take those two guys in. Anyways, we end this segment with all participants of said War Games match um, in the ring. Ironically enough, there was five against four. Adam Pierce says, you guys have to the end of the hour, I guess, to basically decide who's going to fight for the advantage match. And they have till the end of the night referring to Team Cody, which is interesting. You would think it'd be Team Seth since he's the world champion, but they keep promoting it and advertising yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good, Cody, gosh, good point. Right? So that's a kind of an interesting dynamic there too. Both teams have cracks in their armors though. You got Drew McIntyre, who's basically said, I don't like any of you guys per se. Yeah. And then on the other side, you have that dynamic between Cody and Seth. Um so these guys have to kind of coexist, work together, and make it happen. Number five will be announced at the end of the night. So we go from there. We get into our first match. Nia Jax, Raquel, Raquel Rodriguez go toe-to-toe. Uh, good back and forth. Pretty straightforward. Um, end comes here where Raquel tries to show off her power, but she gets squashed as she tries to power bomb Nia Jax. <laughs> Not a good idea. Um, well, it happens. Well, well sold. Well, well done. Uh, respect yeah. to Naya. She's known for hurting everybody. So, you know, that's good. I think they should have that little board in the back, you know, so many days without incident in regards to Naya Jax. She wins. Did you think that was the right victory? The yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When, when Naya Jax hits you with that bonsai drop, you ain't getting up from that, man. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, 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 you got to keep her strong. She's big. She's strong. She just came back. So I totally agree with that book in there. 100%. All right, so G- Judgment Day now with Drew McIntyre to chat about the Advantage match. McIntyre and Damian Priest go back and forth, and Priest says, hey, you know, as the captain of the team, if you want to go ahead and have the match, go ahead. So now we know that McIntyre is going to be one half of it. Let's just yep. get to it. We know Jay's going to be the other half. So the main event for tonight's Raw will be Jay versus Drew to determine who has the advantage in war games. All right, we come back and they put on a big package for the women's war games match. Um, you know, because Becky's on the team. Now, here's something I thought about. Wouldn't it have made more sense to probably put Jade Cargill in that side? What up? Yeah, I'm not Becky sure why they didn't do that. What the thought process is on that. Right. I, I, mean, I agree with you on that. I was thinking the same thing. I, I thought about it while I was watching. I'm like, why would you put Becky in there? She's got this wicked program that she has with Zaya. That could have been a match on Survivor Series. Um, you know, and you'd have Jade Cargill in there. And if you want to have her turn, not necessarily to join um damage control or anything like that, but to turn on and set up that feud that we're kind of looking forward to with her and Bianca. Yeah. That's right. Great, I mean, yeah, that's I a good thought, point. At what point are they going to bring her in as well? She's she's ready to go. I, I don't see what more training she needs down at the performance center, except for learning camera cues and things like that. That's basically all she has to kind of learn in the yeah. WWE system, right? Um, 
the performance center is just more than just learning how to take falls and, and hit the mat. It's about camera cues. It's about all learning how promos. it works and promos. Yeah. So, you know, it would have been a good opportunity to kind of debut her. She's kind of gone dark. You don't really see or hear anything of her anymore. It's true. But that brought everyone out and, you know, they basically feuded. So a nice little build for that War Games match, which is interesting. I already know who's going to win. And I'll tell you why when we come to our predictions. Um, just keep in mind that the fans will vote on who gets the advantage in this match. So it's yeah, not a good match. idea. No match will take place. Nothing like that will happen to determine who goes first and who goes second. This is going to be a fan voting thing and sponsored by Ruffles. Pretty soon, speaking of the sponsors, thanks for bringing that up. Pretty soon, you're going to see the WWE ring, like the UFC ring. You're going to see all the sponsors on the mats. Sponsors on the ropes is coming. Just a matter of time. Yeah. Which well, is good. It's more money for him, so no, why not? Sure. So now we get into the next match here, which is Becky going against Zaya Lee. Zaya has a match later on tonight. Yes, Tuesday on NXT against uh, Valkyrie for the Women's Championship down there. So Laya was in the crowd watching this. Pretty solid match from both. Becky letting Zaya shine a bit, showing a bit more of her repertoire. I think Becky did a great job putting her over. But at the end, Becky got the win, which is the right call. With the manhandle um, slam. With the manhandle slam. But yeah. you know what? Zaya didn't look bad in this, and I don't think she no, lost she any good. ground or anything. Um, it's a buildup for tomorrow night. I was kind of curious to see how they were going to play this match out, considering she is going for a title tomorrow. So does Zaya win or does she take two L's in a row? That's the question we're going to find out tonight. That's a hard one because if you're trying to build momentum on somebody, you kind of want to keep it going, right? So taking two L's in a row, has she done enough not to affect her trajectory? Let's find out. We won't know until tonight. Hard to say. I mean, not a lot of people do watch NXT, so you might miss it if she loses. Maybe they're not worried about it if she does take two L's. But yeah. good, good, good question. Right, right. All right. So after that match, uh, damage control comes in. The rest of Becky's team comes out. Everyone's day. day. Nice yeah. little blowout to it all. Very interesting here about the uh, damage control crew. So a lot of the stuff they say, they're, they're talking a lot of Japanese, right? Yeah. Um, I went back and I saw that interaction between Asuka and Io when Oscar uh, was on the Grayson Waller effect, or one of them was. And apparently there are a lot of F-bombs being dropped in Japanese and whatnot when they were oh, okay. going back that. and forth to one another. Yeah, yeah. Oscar uh, kept calling her a little girl and, you know, uh, Io in Japanese was dropping F-bombs on her. <laughs> so wow. kind of interesting. So when they did their little segment on SmackDown, Oscar um, said something and they all laughed, right? Because they said, you know, the leader... Of, of damage control referring to Bailey, which is just, you know, feeding the fire that they're going to turn on her really soon. I mean, it's inevitable. They're going to turn on yeah. her, right? And and just the thing Asuka said for now in Japanese, which got them to all chuckle. Okay, I didn't know that. When, when she said, you know, the da you know the leader of damage control, blah, blah, blah. And she kind of, you know, Asuka just said in Japanese, yeah, for now. That, yeah. that caused okay. right? So Kabuki Warriors with... with um with with Dakota Kai, man, it's it's happening. It's gonna happen. I think the turn will happen at the end of Survivor Series, if not on SmackDown, because I don't think they're gonna win. But we'll make our prediction. We'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. But so we come to here. Ludwig is in the back with Kaiser, and he's giving him crap for for 
being a team player in essence and for taking the spotlight and making him look bad in front of Gunther and told him to stay out of the match and not to come and interfere. Well, Ludwig against Johnny Gargano, one of your favorite guys of all time. Johnny Gargano for the win. There you go, man. They come out here and basically this match ends because his buddy comes out, causes a detraction, lets Gargano win. And uh, yeah, that was basically it, right? My prediction right now, the next year or two, you'll see Johnny Gargano in AEW. AEW? Yeah, he's he's totally tailor-made for AEW. He just, when I look at him, I think AEW. Well, you know what? I'll or independence. I, I think when he had the chance, he had he had the chance to go. He didn't. No, I don't blame him to go stay here. But eventually, he's gonna be like, hey. But we'll yeah. see. But yeah, it was a decent match. I mean, he's a good. He's a good. He can wrestle good. He's not a bad worker. But backstage we go. All the women tag team type girls are all out there. All the girls are clamoring for an opportunity. So I guess next week on Raw, we're gonna have a fatal something match. To determine the number one contender for the female tag team titles, um, so yeah, that that's kind of that. Yep. Same kind of happens for the guys as well. Uh, Rhea Ripley, this is the one match that not many people are talking about. I like the story though, the arc that they're throwing at this. They run into Dominic and uh, Rhea come back to the dressing room to find Basler and the number one contender Zoe Stark in their seats. Basler walks away. Zoe has a moment with Rhea saying, hey, you're so busy and preoccupied with all this war game stuff that you're not even paying attention to me. And I almost beat you if it wasn't for someone interfering. So I'm not saying that she's going to win, but they are making it interesting because Rhea, for, to be fair, is not paying attention to anything outside no. of the judgment day, right? So you can't take the girls lightly. So, you know, maybe an upset here. I don't know, but I don't think so. But I see how they're building the story that Rhea is just too, 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 too much involved and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so basically we have the females match to determine the number one contenders. And um, here we go. Maxine Dupuis and Ivy Nile are your number one contenders now. So Maxine Dupuis from Alpha Academy and... The, uh, the the Bash brothers, I guess you want to call them, whatever they are. Uh, yeah. manager. So a new, brand new tag team getting a brand new shot here. So there you go. That's for next week. That's not on the pay-per-view at all. Uh, after that match, Gunther is not pleased with Ludwig Kaiser and thinks maybe he should have put Giovanni in charge instead. Interesting dynamic there. I wonder how they're going to play this out. What's going to blow up here? Something's blowing up. They're going to, yeah. The feud's coming. The breakup's happening. Right. So they have the now, unfortunately, I'll be honest, I missed a lot of this interaction between the Miz and Gunther, but what a great segment. I thought these guys worked really, really well together. I thought the comments were good. Gunther referring to him as the guy who just came off of the real world and congratulations, you made it here and you've done everything. The and thing I liked about what they did here is they gave Miz the upper hand, right? Hit him the low ball low blow he gave him the skull crushing finale so now going into survivor series you have the idea or you're led to believe miz has upper hand he's gonna he's not gonna beat him no. but i like how they're building it it was a good little segment face to face low blow skull crushing finale and uh he gets the little upper hand on him on raw and we'll see what happens in survivor series what i liked about that is because it's hard for everyone to comprehend that the miz could be a face again right yeah so 
this is the best way to do it, in my opinion. I mean, here you are. You, you are going in with the cheers. You are going in with the fans at, on your side. Yeah. But, you know, kind of MJF, like, still, I can still be a bad guy. Right. Yeah, he's got the hype, the momentum now by, by doing a skull crushing finale and, you know, leaving Gunther in the ring. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Should be a good match, though. I'm looking forward to that match. No, for sure. Now, I don't know where they're going with these guys, but Shinsuke Nakamura and uh, Chad Gable have a match. Pretty straightforward. Chad put in a lot of good work here. Didn't make it easy for Shinsuke. Shinsuke walks away with the victory. At I the think end. it's a filler match. I don't think it's really going anywhere. I think it's just giving them, keeping them on TV, keeping them out there, and just kind of having a match. Yeah. No, for sure. So... Here we go. Main event time. Jay Uso, Drew McIntyre. Pretty solid match. These guys basically went a good 25 minutes in this It match. was a really good match. Uh, solid match. Both guys worked really, really well together. I don't think Drew gets enough credit for what he's capable of in that ring with anybody. For a big man, he can move. For a big man, oh, yeah. he can fly. He's off of his feet. He's light on his feet. Um, I mean, Drew... I still feel he got the short end of the stick during the, you know, during during the pandemic and everything. I don't mm. feel that he got the right opportunity afterwards, to be fair. I think they should have let him walk with the title a little bit with the crowd and everything. I can see the bitterness and everything. I get it and all that. But at the end of the day, I thought the, I thought the match, the way it ended was kind of quick. Like, you know, um, the, with the DTT. That you know, that's just yep. one of his, one of his moves. It's never been a finisher per se. To miss with the claymore, to kick out of the claymore, all that kind of stuff. But to win it with the futuristic DDT, I mean, at the end of the day, that's the way it's going to go down. So, Judgment Day plus Drew McIntyre get the advantage. Everyone comes out. Everyone's waiting. Everyone's clasping. I was jumping up and down, ready for this, waiting for him to come out. But he never showed up. Uh, and we're referring to one, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, or sorry, Cody Rhodes says, yeah, you know what? Everyone knows, right, already. And that's the problem with the internet, man. There's no secrets left, right? So I think I didn't like it, but in thinking about it now, I realized. Oh, I loved it. Well, no, no, no. I we like it. You can't give the fans everything, man. You got to wait this sometimes. Is gonna, this, is, this is where I'm going with it. At first, I was a little disappointed because I was so excited to see Randy come out, you know, just kind of put that explanation on it and everything, but having some time to sleep on it, think about it and kind of let it percolate a little bit. I realized you're right, man. I have to agree with you. I think that was the best move. I call that the punishment for the internet trolls for wrecking it for everyone. And that's no, I don't it. think it's that. I just think it's some brilliant booking. We, they gave us everything. They gave away pay-per-view matches all the time on raw and SmackDown. Now it's like, wait a minute. You want to see Orton? Remember this is with TKO. Now this is a whole other bigger, bigger level, bigger stage. You want to see Orton, either buy the pay-per-view or order the network and watch it. You're going to have to wait. We can't give you everything all the time for free in a freeloading society. So I thought it was brilliant booking. Actually. Don't get me wrong. I would like to have seen him too, but great job of how they did that. Now you got to watch the Rangers to see him. Freeloading society. I love it, brother, man. I love it. Um, which is true. You're not wrong. Well sure. done. It's one of the best booking things I've seen him doing a little bit on Raw. It's really smart. Everybody's pumped up. Like he said, here he's coming, he comes, and he doesn't come. Oh, crap. Got to wait till Saturday. So it sucks. Yeah. I get it, but smart. No, no, no. I get it. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm completely on board. But in the moment when you're sitting there and you've just gone three mm -hmm. hours through this program and, you know, for guys like us who actually aren't the freeloading fans and whatnot, mm -hmm. 
Um, you know, it just it's just like okay, you know, a bit of nostalgia, right? Yep. Uh, just to hear that pop, just to hear that that crack, and you know, to see him come out, you know, that was just kind of something that we were kind of interested in. But hey, it didn't happen. It didn't happen, and that's yep. fine. We're gonna see him on Saturday night. I'll probably see him Sunday morning. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit more. But you know what? The reality is, here we are. Survivor Series is ready to roll. I think we pretty much know most of the card. And uh, there'll be another SmackDown match or something added to it. It has to be. Well, I mean, you think one, two, as far as five matches, yeah, that might be it. But you got to figure with the two war game matches, those are, you know, an hour almost matches at least, right? What is it? Every five minutes, every two minutes, someone else comes into the ring. Yeah. And, and um, you know, it, it's just kind of like, I'm just bringing yeah, this could be the full card. They might have one more match, but yeah, it might be it. Well, let's find out. Like I said, five um, matches. Well, we are looking at basically the men's war game match. So should we get into it right now? Make our yes, do it. All right. So the men's war game match: Randy Orton, Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Jay Uso, and Sami Zayn versus Drew McIntyre and the Judgment Day, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Dominic Mysterio, and JD McDonough. Um. I don't know. This is a tough one because either side could claim victory, but I'll tell you what, man. The advantage goes to McIntyre and crew. I think we're going to end up seeing Team Cody win this, man. That's my take on it. Yeah, I agree with you. Team Cody has a stronger this is a stronger team. And when you throw in J.D. McDonough and Dominic, you have to give the advantage to the other team, right? Should be a good match. Like I definitely agree that Team Cody Team Cody, man, I think all the way here. I mean, you're right, it could go either way, but just bringing back Orton like that, how they're bringing him back. There's got to be some sort of surprise in Survivor Series. I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm with you, Team Cody here. No, for sure. All right, women's war games match. Damage control, Bailey, Ela Sky, Oscar, Kari Sane against Bianca Belair, Charlotte, Shotzi, and Becky. Becky Lynch. Now, this is why I already have it in my head that Team B or Team uh, Bel Air are going to win. Very simple reason: this match will be sponsored by Ruffles. Yeah. Now, anytime I don't think that, I don't think both face teams are going to win for the men's and women. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the upset. And I'm gonna go with Damage Control, Oscar Bailey, and them. I think they're gonna take it just because. I don't see both face teams winning, but you never know. But you're right on the ruffle stuff. You're probably right, but I'm going to go with Becky and, and Damage. Sorry, not Becky. Damage Control and Bailey and them. Since since uh, since they've had matches sponsored by different brands, I've noticed that the face usually wins. Yeah, you could Unless be right. they're going to break that trend in this one. It's just a really hard one, man. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, great one. Right? Mm -hmm. You know, the Mountain Dew. Um, LA Night one, yeah. You know? Like I mean, just just from all those kind of different perspectives, it's like you almost feel like the brand wants the good guys to win for their brand. Yeah, you're right on that. Something's right? got to give it this paper. They can't all be the well, heavy favorites. Something's got to happen. Big thing here will be that they all turn on Bailey. Yeah, it's possible. Right. This is where something will happen. And but like I said, man, I mean, just to kind of you know make it you know fun and everything maybe they'll turn the tables on us right this yeah. is the problem with us we kind of know too much for our own good sometimes the last the last few pay-per-views have been no surprises nothing major so something's got to give well something's got to give right so like you said it is a small card 
in terms of single matches, we're looking at intercontinental title match, Gunther versus the Midge. Gunther's going to walk away with this. Oh, yeah. Gunther's saying that, you know, the final boss will be Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania for, you know, everyone's kind of gearing up for that. Um, I don't know. I think he beats Brock at Mania. If it happens. Yeah, if it, if happens. it happens. I mean, this makes no sense. Why would you put the intercontinental title on Brock? Yeah, maybe Brock has another match. But yeah, I know this Miz Gunther match. It should be a really good match. Both guys can work. But yeah, it's Gunther's time. He's younger, he's bigger, he's stronger. He's going to retain. But, you know, Miz will do, Miz is going to hold his own, put in a good match like he always does. I'm actually looking forward to this match quite a bit. I am as well, man. Uh, Women's World Championship match, uh, Rhea Ripley versus Zoe Stark. This is the Dark Horse match um, in terms of something could happen here. You know what I mean? Just the way they've kind of been building it up. She's not paying attention to her. She's not, you know, it could be something as simple as she drops it to Zoe, but then wins it back in a month or wins it back the next night on Raw. No, I don't think so. I think she's too strong. She's she's the leader of Judgment Day. And uh, yeah, all the way Rhea Ripley. Okay. I don't think they take it from Rod Survivor Series. Okay, I think well, she's I'm too, going... I think going to carry it in the WrestleMania. Yeah, well, I'm, going... I'm going to go, you know what, just to play devil's advocate and be different here, I'll go Zoe Starks. I mean, I won't be yeah. surprised if Rhea wins, but I'll say Zoe just because of the story and the way they've been building that story. Uh, you know, the very nonchalant kind of, you know, challenger, the champion, not paying attention to the challenger. And, you know, everything's going her way. Maybe this might be a wake-up call for her. But, hey, you know what? You're not wrong either, brother. Who knows, yeah. So I'm turning to watch. You know what's going to happen. Outside of the War Games match, the women's one, this is the only other match from SmackDown on the card. Uh, Carlito versus Santos Escobar. I give it to Santos. You know, you're He's probably right, but I think just Carlito coming back for his first TV match in how many years has it been? I don't even know. Long time. I think they might give it to Carlito just to keep right. him... Hyped and popular. Should be a good match, it. though. I get it, but he hasn't been around much, though. Even since he's come back, you know, he's here and there. Like, he wasn't in Saudi Arabia. He wasn't, you know. Well, he's not a big player, but. But I get it. But I think I think Santos is going to win. I think what you're going to end up seeing here, if you remember Los Lotherios, um, the two uh, Mexican guys, yep. um, I think they come back up to the main card and join forces with Santos Escobar uh, because he's kind of lost you know, his other two guys uh, that he had before in Fantasmo. So I think what you're going to end up seeing here, if this is a surprise kind of thing, it's not much, but Umberto and uh, the other guy will come back and, and help Santos to form that faction, which will, you know, for all we know, this can turn into a six-man tag match or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the other guys and as well, but eventually I gotta go. With, I'm just taking Carlito because you know he's a bit older now. He's getting just came back. He's got some hype. He's catching on again. So I think they want to give him a little bit of a push. Okay, cash well, on their investment. I, so we'll I think Santos is gonna go because he is the younger. You know, they just turned him heel. They gotta keep him strong as he heel. I don't think Carlito loses anything per se by losing to him. But I understand your point as well. But I just think mm. in terms of where they're going with it and whatnot. Dragon Lee is going to play a role in this storyline as well, um, you know, and and you know this is where I think we're all going to end up going here. We're going to end up with like a six man tag of some sort, probably later this year, if not early next year. But man, that's it. That's basically what we have for Survivor Series. It's it's basically two war game matches and three matches in between. This might get one more match. Right? Yeah, this is probably it. 
we got it. They got to give us a little bit something more. But hey, let's keep in mind those war game matches can go a good forty five minutes a piece. Oh, easily, yeah. So if we're looking at two hours right there, it might make sense, right? Yeah. Um, what opens the show? Which one, men's or women's? Probably the women's. Interesting. But you never know how they're gonna book. For all we know, we could see Miz and Gunther kick it off. You never know what they're thinking, man. Well, I mean, with two war game matches, you figure they bookend them, right? You think so? You can't really have them too close together. But because Orton's coming back, they're gonna be the main event, right? I would assume. Yeah, but I mean, if but I could see the men's being the main event if we didn't know who number five was going into it, right? And all four guys are in the cage, and they're still saying, we don't know who number five is. Who is number five? And then at the very last minute, Randy comes out. That's, you know, where I would think it would work best. Um, yeah. But again, who knows? I don't know how they're booking it. That's basically it. So, yeah, dude, that that's that's the show, man. That That's Raw. We got one SmackDown to go. I don't know what they're going to do there, what we're going to get for it, uh, but we'll find out. And I guess we'll have maybe one more match, like you're saying. So until then, you know, I think that's basically, I think we covered it all. Yeah, we nailed it all. Yeah, we're up to date. Nailed it. So, brother, you got a top five? Yeah, since he's coming back this Saturday, what are your uh, top five favorite Randy Orton matches of all time? Top five Randy Orton matches of all time. I would have to say the one against Chris Benoit when he won the first title. Uh, that was always good to see at that time, the youngest world champion. Um, top five Randy Orton matches. Anything he did with John Cena was great. Okay. Um, I liked all those matches. Um, the match that he had with no, no, I'm that 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 was never a good match. The Punjabi uh prison match that he yeah. had with Great Kali that was horrible. That that should not be on anybody's list. Uh, the feud that he had with Triple H was amazing. Uh, I'm making reference to where he, to uh, I guess, kicked Stephanie in the head and everything that led up to that match. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, him and The Undertaker, the casket match, always stands out for me. Yeah, it's a lot of good matches, Randy. Yeah, he's a good worker. Top of the line, man. And who knows, man? We keep talking about John Cena being the guy to to become, you know, the most world titles. It might just be him. Who knows? If his body holds up, how many is he at? He's got 14. He only needs three more. He's early 40s. Yeah. I don't need to give it to him. Yeah. It's hard to say. You never know when wrestling. It's almost possible. easier to give it to him than it would be Cena at this stage. We'll see how he holds up after a few matches, too, right? I guess we'll the thing find is, Orton's, Orton's never had the popularity of John Cena or Rick Fight. He's a top guy, but he's never been that huge, like selling a bunch of shirts and, and selling arenas like, you know, John Cena and Flair and Hogan guys. That's what kind of hurts him a little bit. Yeah. Not denying his work. He's as good at work I, as I just anybody. don't see how they fit Cena in now. You know what I mean? Because he's gone back to Hollywood. He's not going to have any time. I The ideal thing would have been for him to show up at Royal Rumble and either beat Seth, I guess in this case, it's not going to be Roman. And have that match with him and Seth at Rep Mania sort of a deal. Yeah, maybe an Ar- maybe Ari and Vinny don't even care about this belt record. They just let it die off. Let Flair do his see, This is the thing. No, this is the thing. They do care because Vinny doesn't like anyone taking records who their records. If you're still active, then if that's the case, John Cena will get the belt somehow, some way. 
Yeah, I mean that's the only. Those are the only and wrestling can make anything happen. You could show up, hit Seth, have Seth a match, beat him one night, lose it again, right? They always wrestling so quirky and I mean, crazy. The only other thing and I could think of the only other thing I could think of. Sorry to cut you off, man. Is that Triple H somehow becomes world champion again? He's only bo- both him and Randy are sitting at fourteen. Yeah, and John sitting at sixteen, tied with Flair. Uh, Vinny's Vinny's a spiteful guy. He doesn't want to have his son log at that record. He'll give it to anybody. You know, Vinny is. Just to be like, hey, you never quite got there. You weren't quite good. You know, how Vinny is. But who yeah. knows in wrestling, man? Who knows? Fair enough. All right, brother, man. I tell you what, why don't we wrap this puppy up? Let's call it a day. Yeah. Um, just so everybody knows, we are going on the road. Uh, our next show will probably be from Las Vegas. We're going to be down there for the Benavides fight that's coming up in, I guess, a matter of days now. We're about three, four days away from it. Yeah. Yours truly, Mr. Sampson, will be down there to cover it and, and take it all in. My man, Mr. Michaels, will be here watching over the fort, making sure no bad guys get in. I'll um, be at a boxing show at South Hall, actually, which I'll get into on the next uh, show. But nice. yeah, it's a big, big week. It's a big week for Samp and Chance. We're going to be down there, so we don't know what we're going to find, and we didn't know what we were going to find last time, and we found some good nuggets. Yeah, so always. With every trip that we make down there, it becomes easier and easier. People start to recognize us a little bit more. So, yeah, man, looking for some good things this week. Uh, so the next time you see us this Thursday, we'll be from Las Vegas as we do our prediction show and whatnot. If not Thursday, definitely Friday. We'll work out the logistics from our end. But, yeah, that's where you'll be seeing us from next uh back view will be the strip on my side so we'll go from there so on that note mr chance michaels have a beautiful rest of your week please be safe hold down the fort let us know what's happening down at the south hall um i'm bobby sampson he's mr chance michaels and in the words of the great acdc those that download like and subscribe to the podcast we salute you we do salute you and everybody out there please we, we still have a few days left of this week, so be safe, drive safe, take care of yourselves, take care of your family, put your winter tires on if you haven't already, because the weather will turn on you yeah. when yeah. you least expect it. So ultimately, just do what you got to do to ensure that you don't have issues, man. It's it's very simple philosophy. It's a hard one to live by, but hey, man, this is what we give you. All right. Be safe. Be good. We'll talk to you soon. Samp and Chance are out.